Who do you know in great need? It's another day. I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, Standing With Them. Our scripture reference today is Esther chapter 7. As always, may the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of His Holy Word. So the king and Haman went in to feast with Queen Esther. On the second day, as they were drinking wine, the king again said to Esther, What is your petition, Queen Esther? It shall be granted you. And what is your request? Even to the half of my kingdom, it shall be fulfilled. Then Queen Esther answered, If I have won your favor, O king, and if it pleases the king, let my life be given me. That is my petition, and the lives of my people, that is my request. For we have been sold, I and my people, to be destroyed, to be killed, and to be annihilated. If we had been sold merely as slaves, men and women, I would have held my peace. But no enemy can compensate for this damage to the king. Then King Ahasuerus said to Queen Esther, Who is he, and where is he, who has presumed to do this? Esther said, A foe, an enemy, this wicked Haman. Then Haman was terrified before the king and the queen. The king rose from the feast in wrath and went into the palace garden. But Haman stayed to beg his life from Queen Esther, for he saw that the king had determined to destroy him. When the king returned from the palace garden to the banquet hall, Haman had thrown himself on the couch where Esther was reclining, and the king said, Will he even assault the queen in my presence in my own house? As the words left the mouth of the king, they covered Haman's face. Then Harbona, one of the eunuchs in attendance on the king, said, Look, the very gallows that Haman has prepared for Mordecai, whose word saved the king, stands at Haman's house fifty cubits high. And the king said, Hang him on that. So they hanged Haman on the gallows that he had prepared for Mordecai. Then the anger of the king abated. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. The Feast of Lots sounds like a lot of fun. Outside of the Jewish faith, it's best known to most of us as Purim. At the center of Purim festivities is God's saving of the Jewish people as told in the book of Esther. If you're recalling God's salvation for your people, there's a lot to celebrate. In Esther's story, Haman, the king's chief officer, set out to annihilate the Jewish people. He cast lots to decide the date he would do so, which is where the festival gets its name. Much of the story is Esther's struggle to determine how or even if she should intervene. It's from this tale we get that courageous thought for such a time as this. There's a sense that Esther continues to fear the repercussions of her decision. Only the king can save her and her people from Haman, but even approaching the king comes with danger. 
In the end, Esther does call out Haman. The king ordered the death of the Jews' enemy, and the people lived. One of the points you usually come across in studying Esther is the absence of God's name or a focus on religious life. We assume God's movement, but the story itself doesn't seem to make that clear. Also, Esther tells her uncle to have the people fast for three days, but that's almost like a call to action for Esther, not so much a regularly pious part of her life. The most important thing Esther does is connect herself to the Jewish people before the king. Recall the king essentially held a beauty contest to replace the queen he banished. Women from all the royal provinces came before the king. When Esther won his favor, she had already decided to not reveal her people or kindred. That is, the king didn't know her heritage. As her resolve sets in, she breaks from her previous decision. She declared to the king her life was in danger, but not just hers. She said, for we have been sold, I and my people. That was the bravest and riskiest thing she did. If the king had not listened to her, she would have died alongside everyone else. Most of us don't find ourselves in danger or despair, but there is still a powerful reminder. Doing the right thing often takes great courage and faith. Reflecting on Esther's story also shows us that empathizing with those who do suffer is holy work. Connecting our lives with God's marginalized people is a part of our calling. Think of the parable Jesus told of those who served the king without even realizing it. They did so when they fed and clothed others and when they visited people in prison. Faith, then, is more than religious activities. Esther shows us that it's important to do the right thing for people by standing with them. Stay blessed. Now, before you go, let me make sure you know I love you and you are a blessing to me. Thanks for listening to another note. I hope it helps you live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Let me know if I can pray with you and help us reach others by sharing today's devotional or leaving a review wherever you listen as a podcast. And finally, make sure to check out the website at anotherjohn.com. God be with you.